Welcome everyone to the next episode of The Running Elephant. We'll be talking to Inyaki about his vision for the future of Bupa over the course of this podcast series and answering some of your questions about the elephant. I'm Nigel Sullivan, Bupa's Chief Sustainability and People Officer. I'm joined today by Inyaki Arenyo, our group CEO. Hello again, Inyaki. How are you? Good to see you, Professor Sullivan, again. Very good. And we've uh, got a special guest with us today, Mark Glenn, our Chief Transformation Officer, socially distanced, in the room, in the studio together. Hi, Mark. Hi, Nigel. Great to be here. Great to see you. So this topic is data. If you've been listening, obviously, to the other uh, podcasts of The Running Elephant, we've got four strategic pillars. But there are two also enabling pillars sitting there with the six. One is agile culture and one is data. And you might say, you know, stepping back from the six and looking at them going, why did they pick data? Why is that so important above other things? So I just want to ask both of you the, the question about that, but I'll start with you, Yaki. Why is data so important to our strategy? For me, there are three reasons why data is so relevant. So first reason is to fulfill our ambition. So I think also worth reminding here that we have a new ambition, and the ambition that we have is to be the most customer-centric healthcare organization in the world. That means that our customer experience is, has to be perfect. And in order to be perfect, we need to have a lot of NPS data. We need to reorganize our businesses by micro moments. And managing all of that source of data will give us feedback of what are the things that we need to change in our business to achieve our ambition of being the most customer-centric organization in the world, okay? So this will be number one, which also puts us into another reflection is that when we mean data, we mean simple data and we mean complex data, okay? So number one is to achieve our ambition. Number two is to simply be a more efficient company. So for example, if you work in Bupa and then you negotiate with hospitals, it doesn't make a lot of sense that now you need to ask someone to develop a descriptive report of how much medical activity our customers have been doing in that hospital, and that report takes one week to be delivered. Okay, so we need to be like instant. Every person in Bupa has to have capacity to issue descriptive reports just to make their jobs easier and better. So this will be like the second question. And the third one is a bit more, more of a complex one, which is our playground is changing. So the old thing that we got the premium from our customers and we paid that to, the, to our hospitals and we were in the center of that system is changing. So our whole system has been disintermediated as other industries. So in order to keep being successful here, for me, the big thing for the future is to be able to provide good health outcomes. So if we warranty that we provide good health outcomes, then we will remain here. And for doing that, we, we need data, okay? So these are the three, re three reasons, fulfill ambition, be more efficient, and to adapt to a more complex world. Probably at some point in the conversation, we will also talk about the fact that there are more new sources of data that make the whole story even more complex but I'll leave this for, Thanks, for the yeah. next minute. No, no, that was great, that was great, and uh, great to get your perspective. Mark, your world is kind of data. I mean, what, what does it mean to you for, for Bupa? Well, I mean, just listening to Inyaki, I agree completely, you know, and my mind goes to, to 
to both the simple and the, and the complex. You know, when I when I think about the simple, you know, we've all had experiences where we where we contact a, a, a company and we might have been a customer of, of theirs for, for many years, and yet they don't seem to uh, know the, the last conversation that, that, that we had with them. Really frustrating. Um, when, I, when, I, when I think about the, the, the complex, you know, we have huge amounts of, of, of data on our, on our customers. Um, and before we even start thinking about the other sources of data that we can, we can pull in from, from the outside, the technology exists now to enable us to actually be able to, to look at that data and not just look back, but, but look forward and start to predict what might happen. Um, and we can use that, that data to, to uh, really support our customers in their, in their healthcare. Um, one of the areas, I, 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 I've been reading about this, you know, because it's not an area um, I'm, I'm hugely uh, knowledgeable on. So I've been reading about it. I, 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 and I'm, Sort of apologies to the, the the listeners because we keep picking big tech companies uh, to to talk about, but it's because they're so far ahead of most of the rest of uh, industry, and and also because there's a lot written about them as well. But it, it's not any favoritism, to be honest with you. If we could pick other examples, I would. But uh, but one really simple one, you know, because sometimes getting your head around what does data mean, uh, how does it work, it's a bit bit abstract at times. But here's an example, like over the last few years, we all know Apple have have really expanded. And one of the reasons is that they connect product and services through the cloud. So through you know, iTunes, um, the, the iCloud, and it makes ownership of multiple devices easy. Now those devices aren't cheap, you know, we know that, the margins must be great at, at Apple, but it means you get your Apple Watch, you have your computer, you have your phone, and it's very easy because everything connects together and you don't have to put in things twice. And they've used, in this particular example, I think, they use data as the integration glue between those things. Now, other companies, you know, Sony, Toshiba, they haven't done that, and so it makes the, you know, it makes the user experience and the ownership of those devices much more pleasurable. That's why people, one of the reasons people buy them, you know. But look, if 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 we talked about sources of data, it would be great to hear, um, maybe internal, external, Mark, where where you think we're going with that. Well, you know, again, to sort of build on uh, what I was saying earlier, you know, you, you, you call a company and, and, and they don't seem to, to, to know who you are. You know, you think about um, Bupa, we have many different, we have many different businesses. Um, so we have our, our insurance businesses, we have our clinics, our, our, our dental businesses, um, our aged care businesses. At, at the moment, you know, you can be a customer of, of uh, more than one of those businesses, but we might not uh, find it easy to recognize that, um, which from the customer's perspective is can be quite confusing. Hang on, you know, I'm, I'm a dental customer, but, but, but you don't seem to recognize that when I'm calling the, the insurance contact center. So, you know, we, we need to figure out how we're going to put more of this data together in order that we can, we, we can help our customers. I think that gets known as, labelled as, personalization of data, doesn't it? Well, or single customer view right. sometimes. Right. And, and actually, your, your Apple example is a fantastic one because what we all remember is our Apple ID. That, that's all you really need to remember. And with your Apple ID, they can connect the, all of the data that they, they have on you. So, you know, the question might be, well, what's our, what's our Booper ID? And then when we think externally, um, you know, there are so many different sources of, of, of data now that the technology exists to connect 
you know, both our internal and external sources of, 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 of data to, to drive, you know, real insight um, based on better understanding, not just of, of the individual, but, but you know, of, of all the many factors that are, that are influencing, for example, the, the health care of people of a certain age, living in a certain place, uh, who have a certain lifestyle. And that the, the technology exists now to, to enable us to put all of that data together and then um, be able to, to, to give customers, as you say, a much more personalized experience, but increasingly in personalized products as well, things that really meet their needs. One of the examples I, I, I think about, just, just very briefly, is an internal one. Obviously, um, it's something I, I'm, I'm accountable for, for sort of uh, orchestrating is the, the Pulse survey. And just so people know, you know, because I, I, I've learned along the way as well, that the Pulse survey is, is sitting on a platform called Glint. And I met Glint about three years ago. They were a Californian startup. They've been bought by Microsoft now. But um, they um, just great to work with. And uh, we have 79% of our people now are contributing to the Pulse survey. It's fantastic. And thank you for doing it. But to some extent, it's an overwhelming amount of data. 56,000 scores. 56,000 comments, it happens. It's the same, broadly the same number. But what Glint has in it, it has algorithms, you know, computer algorithms, and a thing called natural language processing. And what it's able to do, and this is to help you, to help us, um, because if you get good data, you make hopefully better decisions about things. That natural language processing takes those comments and words and it's able to sift out of those things in nine different languages and give us the engagement drivers and the things that are gonna make the difference for our people. And that's gonna help us run a better company in the end. And it's, it's based on data. Exactly. So, uh, Anyaki, um, do you wanna say a bit more about customers and data and why just the connection between the two? I would love to. Yeah. And, yes. and look, um, I love your example about Glint uh, because I, I mean, it's a great, it's a great, uh, a great example, but also Glint, what I also found great of what we're doing with Glint is that what actions are we taking based on Glint results? So I think when we talk about data, it's not only having data, is what are we doing with that data, okay? So there has to be, it's not having data for having, is what we're doing, okay? So let me also, um, before I answer you, let me also connect to something you asked before to Mark. I think at, at this stage in where we are, internal data should be 90% of the journey there is external data exactly, but I think a uh, big part of the success of the journey is within us. And when I mean, and then I get into your question about customer data, there are three, let's say, um, three, three avenues that we should ask ourselves in order to get professionals into this data thing, okay? One avenue is, do we have all of the connection data with customers? What do I mean by this? I remember some years ago, one of the beauties of our business is that when a customer joins you, they remain with you like 15 years, more or less. So here is something we were asking ourselves in the year 2008, how many mobile phones do we have? In the year 2008, there were many people that were already working with Bupa for the last, let's say, 10 years. And at that point of time, we were not even asking them the mobile phones. We were asking for the, for the fixed phone. Same applies to emails, okay? So one first question is, do we have all of the information that we need to connect with customers? Sometimes you find that no. It's very difficult to have all of that, so simple information about customers. Let's ask ourselves constantly and let's take action to have that already there, okay? 
Second um, source of data in relation to customers is health data. Okay, so there is a lot of health information that we have that comes from own provision one side, third-party provision the other side. Okay, so let's ask ourselves how can we make both available for customers. I know that the one that comes from own provision is more simple to make it available for customers. The second set of information where the medical activity happens in a third-party place, that is more difficult, but it's doable. So let's ask ourselves how we can make it doable. So, so this is the thing. And the third thing is what actions are we already taking uh, based on customer information that will impact on the way we deliver our business. And there's plenty of this. So I remember, for example, some years ago, one of the big asks was, how many gynecologists should we have in an A&E door in our hospital? So then we went to the data and then we identified this. So we were, we were absolutely prepared to plan much better for, the, for the, the number of doctors you need to have in that hospital ready for customers. We, did, we delivered a better service and it was much more efficient. One of the things that, uh, I was going to turn to Mark actually, but we haven't really talked about the emblematic projects in, 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 these, in these podcasts too much, but, and we're not going to start now, but there is this relationship between lapse rates and data. And, and could you say a bit about what that is and why it's important, Mark? Yeah, um, again, a, a great question. I mean, the reality is that actually we can often predict whether or not a, a, a customer is is uh, at risk of, of lapsing. Um, with, with the emblematic project, we're really trying to do, to, to do two things. Um, one, make sure we, we, ha- we have the data uh, to be able to predict, but, but two, um, that actually we then act on, on that. And to Nyaki's point about um, the customer connection, actually sometimes we find that we, we don't have the contact details um, in order to just be able to take the action. So we, we're sophisticated enough to, uh, to know that they're at risk of, of lapsing because they haven't claimed, for example. But we can't actually take the, the follow-up action because we don't have all of the, 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 the connection data that we need. So the, the, the emblematic project is both ensuring that we have the, the, all of the data, but also that we, we, we take the action. Because without, without the action, the data is nothing. And I was just you know, reflecting on, on, on what Inyaki was saying. And when we were talking about Pulse, for me, the real power of the, of the Glint platform is that everybody can access it, right? So we, we do the survey, we get all of the data, but then it's available to every manager, every person in the, in the company to access. So making data available is a really fundamental part of, of what, we, what we have to do as well. Yeah, and I, I know, go on about Pulse again, but you know, you talked about predictive analytics. I mean, that's what it does. I mean, if, if uh, people may, may, may not know this on, uh, if you're not sort of a leader, leader of people, but you get like a personalized report for your team. It's obviously anonymized, but you also, you know, say Nigel, the biggest improvement you could make is you could communicate more, communicate better with your team. Well, actually, it, it actually suggests, you know, here's a TED talk you could listen to. Here's a program you could, you could an online program you could go on. So you can do something about it. And the reason you do something about it is we have the data. So it's really, really powerful. Um, Mark, just staying with you again, I mean, one of the other things, just to uh, maybe ask you about, you hear about big data all the time, you know, in the TV and stuff like that, and, 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 and newspapers and stuff. What is, what's, what is big data? Big data is really what I was referring to when I was talking about ex- external data. So, you know, 
I suppose there's two types of external data. You've got, as Inyaki was talking about, you've got the, the data that our provision network has. So, you know, the hospitals and, and, and other healthcare providers that provide services to our, to our customers. So there's that form of external data. But then there's all of the other data that's out there on our customers. You know, the, the data that will help you to understand, you know, based on where, where people live, uh, for example, you know, what their sort of behavioral patterns are, are, are likely to be, what they, what they eat, uh, for example. You know, you can now make the connections between, you know, a, a zip code or a postcode, as we, as we call it in, in, in the UK, and actually people's shopping habits, um, how they how they eat, as they say, uh, their their exercise habits. You know, there's a huge amount of information out there because of the of the internet. Um, so big data is really about trying to to connect all of those uh, data points. We're getting more and more new sources of data to be able to to to, to make better decisions. And Yaki, can I ask you just about? Um, I was thinking about sort of NPS and and the ambition KPIs, the 40, 60, 80. Presumably, we're going to have to be really much better with data to be able to really measure those things and see how we're doing. Exactly so. And where do you think the greatest challenges might be within that 40, 60, 80? Uh, probably in, in each of them, to be yeah. very honest. Yeah. The, the, each of them have their own implication on data. But let me just grab one, maybe just the 80 NPS. We hope in three years we will be NPS 80. Let's remember that the big guys, big digital guys are in that space. In order to get there, this is like, it happens the same like is in track and field. So the last points are the most difficult ones, okay? So I think my, my bet is we're gonna get very quickly into the 60s in MPS. The last points are gonna be much more difficult. Okay. And those points are the ones that will be data-based. And what I mean by data is, again, not only divide our businesses by micro moments, half information, probably divide the businesses by nano moments, or even, even smaller slots of our businesses, ask them what, how are we doing in these specific slots, get very, a lot of data, call them back, see what we have to do to improve all of that to get to the 80. Yeah, yeah, so this is just one, but the three will be affected. Yeah, that's great. I, I think, you know, any data, big data, small data, comes with big responsibility, doesn't it, Mark? I mean, we, we have to be very respectful, not just within the laws of the, the places that we work, but also with that, with that data and, and, and keeping that data secure. Do you want to just, I mean, we've made some really good progress in that over the last few years. Maybe worth a, a comment for people. Yeah, I mean, as, as, as many people know, we've, we've spent a lot of time and invested a lot of, of money in making sure that our, our systems that, that hold our, our, our data are, are secure. Um, so that's a really, really important foundation uh, for us as we become a, a more data-driven company. I think as we, as, we, as we go forward, you know, we clearly always have to be thinking carefully about how, how we use our, our, our customers' data. I actually think that, you know, in the 21st century, many, many customers actually want uh, to see companies like ours making making great use of their, their data, whether it's just to be able to recognize them or to be able to give a much better, more personalized service. Um, and, and, you know, back to the power of predictive analytics, you know, actually tell them things that maybe they, 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 they didn't know. But we've got to be really thoughtful as we, as we think about how we, how, we, how we use data. I think it's, uh, if I may, uh, I think it's a great, great explanation, Mark. I think that thanks to the 
efforts we have done in the last years of, of building solid foundations. This is why now we are ready, we, and now we can talk about the amount of data, how we use that data, and the quality of data we have. Probably making sure that uh, all of the regulatory compliance issues are already being taken care of. So now, and also look, also it's also very relevant to see how the world is moving here. For example, I was very proud and very happy to see, for example, like the, like the um, Spanish team uh, shared and put on, the, put on the cloud all of the data that we had on COVID, how we have treated all of the Sanitas COVID patients in Spain and made that available to people. So anonymized, of course, but which shows that now that health is like a bigger topic. I mean, privacy, of course, will, and security will always be there. Mm. But, but look, we are a little bit in a hurry to move quickly because there are challenges that we need to tackle, um, and, and the world is moving in that direction. I'm going to ask you both a, a final question, the same question, just, to, just uh, for, for our listeners, really. You know, I'm doing my job, you know, I'm, I'm whatever it is, and I'm listening to this. What, any message you, you would give to, to, to our people about how they should think about data? for themselves, for their jobs. To me, you know, you said it at the start, you know, when people talk about data, what is that? I mean, for me, it's, it's knowledge, right? It's, it's having the, the, the knowledge, um, the facts, um, to, be, to be able to, to do your job. Um, and that's what I was talking about when I said, you know, making data available to people is a really, really important part of, of, what, we, of what we have to do. So it's not just, you know, 10 people who might have the job title of data scientist or something like that, you know, we need to make, make good data available to everybody because with better knowledge, we'll all do a better job. I think Abe was great. So the only thing is in that journey, as Mark was saying, data affects everybody. We need to be very clear, everybody. Second, the, the company should provide, as Mark was saying, the data, but if the company doesn't, do, doesn't provide that, please remind your company that you need data to work. So you can also do a push exercise, push effort that will help the whole company to achieve where we want to, to be. That's great. Mark, great having you with us in The Running Elephant and great to see you again, Inyaki. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us. Thanks, Nigel. It was great being here. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. As usual, if you want to get in touch, if you have any questions or comments, please drop us a line at runningelephant@bupa.com. Make sure you watch out for the next episode, which is coming soon. Thank you very much. Bye for now.